Digital Marketing Radio, episode 187, Hyper-Targeting and Advertising. Chapter 6 of Digital Marketing in 2017. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Flying Solo with David Bain. Hello, hello and welcome to episode 187 of Digital Marketing Radio. And today... I'm going to be sharing hyper-targeting and advertising. That is chapter six of the book, Digital Marketing in 2017. You can get your copy, of course, over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. So, hyper-targeting and advertising, chapter six, features Joe Altfelbaum, Michael Fleischner, Grant Whiteside, Stephen Kenwright, Camilla Gornia, Andrew Foxwell, and Colin Yablonski. Chapter 6 Hyper Targeting and Advertising. Many businesses have no need or desire to target international business. In fact, most businesses are local in nature. It's therefore very important that these sorts of businesses are highly efficient when it comes to reaching out to prospects. This chapter is dedicated to being as laser targeted as possible when it comes to attracting the optimum audience whether it's organic or paid. For Joe Apfelbaum from Ajax Union, a big part of being hyper-targeted is being highly personalised. Joe says, Marketing is always changing. What worked yesterday will not work today. What works today might not work tomorrow. One of the most annoying things about marketing is the lack of personalization. When you get an email that's clearly not intended for you, it's a waste of time, money and resources. 2017 is the year that we take personalization to the next level. With the new data that we have on customers and technology that lets us identify prospects and only market to the relevant personas, we will be able to get people the value they deserve and have our marketing dollars spent more efficiently. You'll see more marketing automation tools that will combine personalization from big data with smart AI algorithms that will tie in factors like current events and special conditions. If the weather changes, we won't need to promote these quotes that were set to go out. The smart computer software will be able to know what is going on and send out campaigns that make sense. All in all, the more targeted you are with your goals, the more likely you'll be able to accomplish them. Now is the time to take personalization to the next level and create better results for your business and your prospects. For Michael Fleischner from Big Fin Solutions, digital marketing effectively in 2017 is all about getting local optimization and local intent right. You know, I'd say my tip is really all around local optimization and local intent. You know, especially with mobile, mobile search, everything happening so rapidly, artificial intelligence uh, really finding its way in search or starting to find its way. Uh, The key right now for anyone who has a business or doing business online is to think about that local audience and how are they reaching the local audience? How are they optimizing their website and other digital assets around local, you know, whether it's... um, you know, content that's focused on a local market or a local area, 
um, whether it is uh, even local directories, some, you know, which have obviously come full circle uh, from years ago from an SEO perspective. Uh, but the reality is people are looking and shopping locally. And if they can find either a product or a service provider in their local area, they are much happier with that selection. So if companies can focus on local and local intent, I think they'll have a great 2017. And for businesses that do have a local presence, Grant Whiteside, founding and technical director at Amber Green, shares that it's not all about controlling your data. Top strategy is all about growing and promoting, managing and measuring your online and offline presence. Uh, I reckon that one of the next battles we're going to see in the internet search space will actually be won and lost on the high streets and the retail parks. So this is all about getting your local presence sorted everywhere. And this isn't about Google, this is about getting it sorted across Bing and Facebook, Foursquare and Yelp, review sites and social platforms. And make sure that your opening hours and your stock control and things like that are all correct and consistent as they possibly can, because there's nothing worse than providing that terrible user experience of people turning up to the store and they either been closed or the stock not being actually available when they saw it on the website. So there is an opportunity today to sort of draw all these things together. Um, so all kinds of starts off, it's going to be a very much mobile strategy uh, based. Uh, it should be data driven, uh, set up some measurement protocols to try and understand how offline and online work together. So try using vouchers and uh, managing the information from your CRM systems and your email, and your offline mail drops. And if you can sort of gather a better picture about why people want to come to your website, uh, then you have a better idea about where you should be maybe sort of amplifying some of your content. And again, when you're auditing your local, your local search space, you'll find places where there's inconsistencies and there's poor reviews and there's a different sort of message being put out there. So there's a great chance to sort of put these, all these things together. And from a coding perspective, use structured data wherever possible because Google wants you to do this and you want to be on Google. Uh, I think it's great to see the knowledge graph that you're seeing at this moment in time is pulling more and more third-party data from structured data. Again, it's pulling this information together. And uh, for multiple people with multiple locations, uh, large brands, they're going to have to think about how they own that search space and provide relevant but unique content within that to the local audiences as well. So content at scale might be a daunting task and quite a costly investment, but for many, it will be the difference about whether they can actually provide that space, not only on the internet, but actually on the high street and the retail parks as well. So this is about just drawing the whole local presence together in the first place and understanding about how you win at that game. Stephen Kenwright, director of search for Branded3, agrees that managing your local presence isn't something that can be overlooked in 2017. So I'm gonna go uh, deep and narrow with this one and talk to you. Uh, people specifically, and I'm talking specifically to people in retail, people with physical locations. This year coming is going to be uh, the last year that physical locations is an unfair advantage for people. I think what you're what you have seen over the past couple of years is having that um, physical presence that's pulling listings in by Venice and a local pack has been, you know, too easy 
for a while and my best tip for the next year for anyone who is a physical business is they need to invest in a location management platform they need to clean up their data they need to own all of the information about them on the internet and that's not just on their own website that's on directories that's on facebook that's on every single platform they can get hold of uh, when voice search is coming and it will come in the next couple of years too you've only got one chance to give the right answer. So owning your data and being as clean as possible with it is my best tip. Next, we move on to reaching the right people using the power of connection-based social advertising with Camilla Gornia from camillagornia.com. Camilla says, my tip for 2017 is that entrepreneurs have to start using more connection-based social advertising, particularly Facebook ads. I mean, not using ads as a means to an end. A lot of people struggle with advertising when they don't see an immediate ROI. I beg to differ. I tend to work with entrepreneurs who are or want to be thought leaders. And for people like this, impact is key. Connection is key. Without people knowing who you are, connecting with your story and following your message, you have no impact and no business. You can use Facebook ads strategically to share your message, live stream, upload videos sharing your message, and then run ads to these videos to enhance their natural viral potential. Sometimes great content just needs a little push. Once you're done, send lead generation ads for people to get into your back end funnel but send them to people who have already engaged with you. This gives them the feeling that you're everywhere and they therefore connect more, engage even more and see you as the authority. Andrew Foxwell from foxwelldigital.com also had an interesting perspective for those advertising or thinking about advertising on Facebook. Well, I have heard recently from Facebook uh, that of the people that are on Facebook and of the users, there's only about 60 to 70% of those users that actually would show up in an action-based marketing objective. Uh, so I uh, click and engagement, things like that. Uh, so my big strategy that I'm really using moving into uh, 2017 is for my low funnel retargeting traffic or Facebook fans or previous customers, I am bidding for impressions versus bidding for clicks, uh, which has been working very well in most of my e-commerce accounts. Uh, and that's the type of work that I do. And so uh, it's been penetrating a larger percentage of the audience and actually bringing us many more sales and those to our clients as well. So that's my tip and uh, thanks for having me, David. It's an honor. Another way to improve the effectiveness of paid campaigns is to synchronize the experience between the ad and the landing page. That's something that Colin Yablonski from Inbound Interactive has been working on. Well, I would say that what we are seeing, and we do a lot of work in the, the legal sector, especially in uh, Google search and conversion rate optimization. And, and what we're kind of seeing year over year is a continuous increase in the cost per click associated with those campaigns. And so I think this year brands really need to start to focus on taking control of their marketing and doing more extensive testing uh, for things like their landing pages. So we see a lot of really great results when it's like dynamic keyword insertion, uh, as well as testing other elements on their pages. 
So I would really recommend that if you're not doing things like dynamic keyword inserting in verticals where your cost per click is quite high, that it's something that you investigate. Uh, because it matches the query that somebody is searching for to the headline in your ad copy and ultimately to the headline on your landing page. And for most of our clients, we found that um, they get really good results uh, from it. Chapter six, hyper-targeting and advertising summary. Work on identifying prospects and only market to relevant personas. Aim to vastly improve your ability to personalize your content. Focus on how you can be more effective at targeting a local audience. Make sure that all your local data is correct. Avoid customers experiencing incorrect information about your business online. If you have a retail business with multiple locations, invest in a location management platform. Use Facebook ads strategically to advertise to people who have already interacted with your content. Test bidding for impressions versus bidding for clicks. Use dynamic keyword insertion to synchronize the experience between the ad and the landing page. You can get your copy of Digital Marketing in 2017, the book, over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Just scroll down, click on the orange order button, and you can choose from ordering the paperback or the Kindle edition on either Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk. Then, when you've ordered, come back to digitalmarketingin2017.com to claim your bonuses. Digital Marketing Radio, Digital Marketing Radio.